0: to another episode of Ales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session where we come together every Friday. And uh, sometimes we're celebrating a great week. Sometimes we're commiserating over a bad week. And, uh, you know, today I'm so excited to have one of our Aslan certified resellers who specializes in coaching and really getting at people's personal motivation, even invented the term motivation. And so welcome to the show, uh, Joe Colavito from CoreView.
1: Thank you, Scott. Great to be with you.
0: So happy to have you. And, of course, uh, we're going to get into motivation and personal motivation and how that really helps coaches uh, build that relationship with their reps. But as you know, Joe, this is a show about two things, uh, selling for a living and ales with Aslan. So uh, I'm sure you have something frosty and cold in front of you. What are you, uh, what are you fixing to sip down there?
1: I'm pretty excited. As you know, we moved to North Carolina a couple months ago, so I have chosen something from the new home state. Um, I am drinking Hop Job, uh, which is a Session IPA brewed over in the foothills of Winston-Salem.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, you get into that, and I'm going to try something a little bit. Uh, I've actually been to this brewery before um, and enjoyed, enjoyed something from this company called uh, Gray Sale. Uh, and it's a, it's a really nice uh, a brewery. But today I've selected something called Captain's Daughter. I've gone crazy. I'm I'm on a double IPA with eight and a half percent alcohol by volume. So I might not finish the podcast if I'm uh I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a uh, a perfect uh, beverage for hopheads, late night sippers, and sharing with friends. The juicy double IPA has minimal bitterness a massive amount of hops and effortless drinkability. So let me get into that here while while we get ready.
1: Effortless sounds good. Um, Here's something from the back of mine. It's also an IPA, but I I like this little blurb on the back. It says, end of the day, work's done, funds in session. Make it last with this aromatic ale brewed to keep the good times going. So it (laughs) seems like a perfect segue into our podcast.
0: It sure does. Perfect, all right. Well, we've got our IPAs ready. And uh, we are super excited to get into, I think, a really, really important topic. I mean, Aslan, in our our Catalyst workshop, we really do talk about all of those different dials that lead to results, right? We talk about desire. We talk about productivity. We talk about competencies that need to improve. But at the heart of all that is really the individual desire of, of the representatives. And the better that the coach understands what those unique little individual motivations are, the better the two can work together in a collaborative format. And so, Joe, I think you're one of the best out there at sort of uncovering that and really uh, working through that. And I know when we were talking about having you come on the show, you've got some great, great stories that I wanna get into, but before we do that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you wound up pairing up with Aslan and starting your own company, and then maybe a little bit about CoreView, your company.
1: Yeah, I'll just start briefly uh, with, with my why. I'm a bit weird. I don't know how I got this way, but I literally just cannot stand the thought of watching high potential, you know, motivated, you know, good people underperform. It just drives me crazy. So I feel the need to kind of come to their rescue. And that leads into how I got tangled up with Aslan, Tab Norris, one of the founders, you know, Tom Stansel and Tab founded this good thing back in 1994, Tab and I ran into each other back in, 2007, uh, when I was working uh, kind of as a, a coach and facilitator at Wells Real Estate Funds, and he was serving them well and training our entire Intide sales force, and kept hearing terms like "drop the rope" and "take the trip," and I'm like, "Okay, who's teaching you this stuff?" and <laughs> It ended up being Tab.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we and we hear that a lot. Uh, those two guys, the uh, founders, and you know, any of you that want to go back and and learn a little bit about the history of Aslan, the the first episode, we talk about the origin and and how those two founders put this whole thing together that's attracted great people like Joe along the years. And so great. So Joe, um, yeah, I know you've, you've been out helping many, many different clients, especially, uh, those that, that are, you know, maybe challenged a little bit in, in their ability to coach their reps. So, uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got into that portion of it and maybe a couple of the stories that, uh, that, that sort of cemented your ability to, uh, to show them the way though, you know, get to that, <laughs> that good place that you, uh, you try to help everybody get to.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking back about seven years now since tab asked me to, you know, join the Aslan family and start going out and teaching, you know, other centered selling and, and, yeah. uh, you know, the catalyst coaching that we all love, cause it's just so simple and, and to the point. Yeah. And I was in the midst of doing that. And I realized that really the, the thing that makes my heart jump is, um, Built into a formula that I created when I when I kind of launched Coreview, and that yeah. is will will do plus can do equals new revenue. And I just feel that we need to help coaches get focused on that will do first. And by will do, I mean how motivated are they? Do they see their goals clearly? And is there any what I call interference you know, with FEAR being at the the middle of that? You know, is there any interference keeping the person from doing what we're training them to do? Yeah. And yeah, So, I, go but, ahead.
0: No, I was going to say, I love how that ties in to those dials with Catalyst. That's that desire piece plus that competency and, you know, the skills and knowledge piece. And that gives you your can-do. And sort of, you know, making that all come to pass leads to the results piece, right? And and so many people try to skip those steps both on the rep side and the coaching side, don't they?
1: Yeah, and I think – only because they just don't know how to do it, or they think it's going to be harder to do than it actually is. Um, And the irony of it is, and we've talked about this before, is we're just recycling everything we learned in other centered selling to do coaching.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: And so we'll do is just simply a matter of, hey, can I take the trip? You know, ask them permission to ask some questions about what's going on in your world. And you don't seem to be hitting the numbers or hitting the phones or you know, having the success that you, you've had in the past or that you want to have in the future. Can we talk about it? What's going yeah. on?
0: Yeah. And I love that. I love that when a, when a coach, and you know, if you think about this, and when I teach the class, I always ask the, the group this question, like you think about all of the leaders you've worked for in your life and then those that you'd like to work for again. And you usually have a, a relatively small percentage of the total that you would work for again. And And what was it that you loved about working for that person? And usually it comes down to, they cared about me as an individual. They wanted to know about me personally. I wasn't just a quota or a a number sign, you know? And I think that's something that, that Aslan teaches. And I know Joe, you teach to really get at that personal motivation of the individual reps, what's driving them, what's causing them problems. And so I know you've got, you know, uh, different levels of people that you deal with all the time. You've got high, high producers, you know, top of, the, top of the mountain type people, and you've probably got some that you deal with that are, you know, not performing up to where they'd like to. And so why don't we talk about some, like, real personal examples, uh, maybe change the names to protect the innocent, but let's talk through, you know, how you've been able to help a couple different individuals and maybe some folks in the audience can really learn something
1: from this. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. And just to, to, to echo what you're saying, You know, we teach serve more three at the core of everything we do, right? In order to be other-centered, you have to care more, learn more, and do more. So now while we're talking about it, how do I apply that to a one-on-one conversation as I'm taking the trip with, and we'll we'll start with somebody who is a new performer, um, not performing to the level that would be required by the organization to sustain their job over a long period of time, yeah. And so we're, we're kind of looking for, you know, what is it that's causing this? Because I'm listening to the person on the phone and she sounds great. I mean, yeah. absolutely sounds great. Um, she seems that she adopted the other centered mindset. She's, she's engaging, she's discovering, she's trying to build value. You know, she's making efforts to advance and, and I'm thinking her can do. Should be getting this done. <laughs> so right. what, what's happening. So, you know, I, I just start out by asking her what's going on in your world and how are you doing? and, would you mind sharing some of your backstory? And mm. here's the summary of it: uh, She had been a waitress for 24 years. Right. And for 24 years, she absolutely loved her job. It was easy. She just loved getting up there and engaging with people. She was natural at engaging in discovery. She would, you know, build value by, you know, serving them better and and kind of advance, you know, you know to you know come back again another time, right? So she literally was doing Aslan just as a waitress. And so I tried to simplify for, hey, everything we've taught you, you've already been doing for 24 years. Don't make it hard. Right. And she said, well, it's just, I'm struggling to find the energy and I'm struggling to stay focused. And and what we have to do, Scott, and I'm sure you do this as well, is we just have to listen to their words. So what is it that's causing you to struggle to find the energy and to stay focused? Right. Just at, at, take their words, give them back to them and, and keep the trip going.
0: You're right. And right. so
1: what I learned is that She's got incredible knee pain. She's got two really, really bad knees. They forced her out of being a waitress. They forced her into finding a job. She feels very blessed to have found, you know, a role as an inside salesperson, but it's new. And it's it's hard to call people on the phone and and you know, get that warm relationship she can have when they're right there and she's offering them apple pie.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and, I, and I just love the story because you know when you get to that personal motivation, hers happened to be you know knee pain. Um, you can start to understand why she's falling short of goals. Now I know there's more to this story. So she she's now that you've uncovered that that issue, tell us how you got her, you know her her motivation started uh, in the next step.
1: Yeah, so I think you know step one is. I always like to look at the people I'm coaching and say, you know, Bonnie, you already know how to be great.
0: Yeah.
1: I just think, but you got to mean that. Like you can't just say it if you don't mean it, but I meant it. I'm listening to you. Your can do seems strong. You understand the Aslan principles. You're applying them consistently. So you already know how to be great. And right. you had success as a waitress. So now let's talk about like what might be happening on the will-do side. And so as we went deeper into it, uh, we discovered um, that her motivation is just down. Uh, we actually have an assessment that we use to figure that out. And so we pointed it out, hey, your motivation looks low. What do you think is causing it? And she went deeper into her backstory, you know, significant um, abuse as a child, you know, still going to therapy to overcome some of those things. You know, every person we meet has a backstory and, most of the time, if they're open to being transparent, you'll find that it's, it's a wounded story, right? There's, there's brokenness, there's, there's things that are in need of healing. And yet we're putting them on the phones, expecting them to be supercharged and just on the, on the game, every call they make.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so as we went back into it, you know, we, I empathized with her, which is an Aslan thing. And I just asked her, you know, how can I help you get the clarity and motivation you need? To, to, to move forward. And so we kind of came up with a motivation. Um, and the motivation was, it, it, we know that the company wants you to do 30 sales a month. And we know that if you do 30 sales a month, you keep your job and you pay your bills. Right. But, but what is it going to cost to get your knees replaced? Yeah. And above and beyond insurance, it was $2,500. And the commission on top of her base salary happens to be about $25 per sale. So we just agreed to set up a a Motivision bank account where she would uh, put $25 in there for every sale above 30 until she, you know, got a hundred of those in there and could pay for the first need to be replaced. And we set that vision out there. She was at about 20 sales per month. Uh, The next month she hit 46. Isn't that incredible? I just,
0: just by personalizing her goals and her and her motivation, she's able to not only figure out she can do it, she's actually gonna go do it because there's a there's a personal stake in the game. And I, I've I've I learned that story from you a couple months ago. I've probably told it three or four times. I just think it's a perfect example of another centered leader spending enough time to truly understand what's What's at stake? What's going on in the person's personal life? Showing that that there's more to them than a quota, and and getting at what really motivates them. And I just think that's a tremendous job you, you did there. Now, I know I know that was a, a performer that was a little bit lower on the totem pole. How how have you been able to help those that are maybe high achievers? Because I know we've got leaders listening and and folks listening that are just achievers. They're good, but yet they still struggle with with you know personal motivation and maybe have. Dips in performance from time to time, right?
1: Yeah. And the crazy part is, I think, you know, as leaders and and coaches, you know, too often we look at the people at the bottom differently than we do at the top. Yeah. And I believe the secret here, Scott, is to actually look at them both the same way, and that is to look on the inside first. Right. So, uh, again, I, I can walk up to this top performer. He's got the most experience of anyone on the team. You listen to him on the phone and you're like, why am I standing here? Because I can't offer this guy anything. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. This, this guy might be better than I am. So what, who, who am I to coach this guy? <laughs> and and then you meet with the boss and he says, you know. Hey, Bill's performance is dropping. Yeah. And I don't know if he just doesn't want to be here anymore. Um, I don't know if he's just gotten, you know, complacent. Um, all I know is that, you know, he, he's just not hitting the numbers. Would you be willing to spend a little bit of time with him?
0: Yeah.
1: Right. I love those kinds of challenges.
0: Of course. Yeah. So what'd you do?
1: Took the trip. Yeah. (laughs) You know, this, this will get boring after a while for the, for the listener, but I, the secret is in taking the trip and just yeah. literally care more, learn more, do more. And so about 30 minutes later, here's the summary of what I learned. Yeah. He's still incredibly gifted. He still has a ton of experience. There's almost nothing wrong with his ability to apply, you know, Aslan's other centered approach on a phone call. It's, it's almost flawless. He's super smooth. Yeah. And you got to look at the will do. So we gave him the assessment. We went in there, saw that he had, you know, red readings, which basically means his battery's dead on motivation. And I said, if you're willing to, you know, share what's going on, I, I'm guessing it's either something at work or something at home, and everything will remain, you know, confidential. But I just, I'll help you. The more you can tell me, how, the more I can help you. And he reluctantly at first, but eventually very openly shared that he had been through a divorce three years earlier. And at first I thought it was just the sadness, you know, in grief that comes with, you know, traumatic event like that, but that he has now courageously volunteered to be the live in primary caregiver for his father-in-law.
0: Incredible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the moment he said that I'm like, wow, Bill, (laughs) I admire you so much. And this explains why you would be distracted and worn out. So, you know, what else happened and and let's go deeper. And so we did. And what I found out is that seven days before I was asked to coach him after two months of every day, being there for his father-in-law and then coming to work and being there for his father-in-law and coming to work, he lost his father-in-law. Right. And so I was able to go back and report to the leader. Okay. This one wasn't very hard to figure out.
0: Yeah, and it's, and it's amazing because it took just another centered person to dig in and really genuinely care. And I love that you said earlier, genuinely care, right? Because this is not something you can fake. We talk about this in all of our workshops. I talk about it all the time on the podcast. Don't try to fake being other centered because motive is transparent and people will see through it, right? And you have to genuinely care about your customers if you're a rep, your teammates, your leaders, and as a leader, you have to genuinely care about your people, and 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 want to understand why their performance may be suffering, or why even why things are on the improvement. And I and I think when you understand well uh, th- those those different aspects of a person's life, you are, you are a much more effective, collaborative leader, uh, and other centered leader, if you will. So those are two tremendous yeah. stories.
1: Excellent. If I could, can I share the text I got back from this individual? And and I want to share this for the coaches because. You know, a lot of the things we do as leaders, sales leaders, coaches, um, they're invisible. And, and you don't always get feedback and you don't always kind of get the, the thanks and the fulfillment that you might want, right? You don't know what did Bill do after this. Yeah. And so I started sending him, which I always do with the people that are really hurting just, you know, every three, four five days, just that, hey, I'm thinking about you. How are you doing? If you need to chat, I'm available. And, yeah. and in the midst of that, I get back this text. Hi, Joe, my phone just updated and I now see your messages. I really connected with these excerpts you've been sharing and I'll be looking forward to getting copies of the books you recommended. I can't express to you how much it has touched me that you have taken time out of your schedule to check in with me, listen, and follow up with me. To feel seen and understood is truly a gift of hope and for that I'm incredibly grateful. Ah that's that's tremendous and and really
0: does speak to the I love that you brought up serve more because you cared enough to 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 learn more about this individual and then the do more is not only the coaching session you spent with them but the follow up texts and and encouragement that's gone on ever since that you know quite frankly is beyond what you're paid to do and that is what makes you uh so unique and in such an outstanding uh team player so well, Joe, um, this has been awesome. I really loved having you on. I love your stories, and I love what you're doing out there in the marketplace. Uh, tell tell everybody how they learn more about CoreView.
1: Um, easiest way is just to uh, you know text me at 404-213-8997 because um, I'd rather have a conversation with you. So just text me and say when you're available and just love to learn more about you and what you're up against. And you now we can, we can talk about core view if we have to, but we may not need to.
0: Well, and and of course you can always get to Joe and any of us through Aslan training and development, uh, aslantraining.com. Uh, listen to the podcast, make sure you drop comments down below on the content, stuff you likes, questions you have, because we've got this very, very uh, established group of, of folks that have had great careers that are here to help uh, those that sell for a living and those that, that really manage those itself for a living and we want to make sure uh, you guys are getting pride uh, having pride in in the job you do so he's Joe Colavito he's been our guest on Ales with Aslan you guys have a great week out there and we'll see you next week enjoy the beer Mm